Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into protected areas, plants and animals, and drawdown in the ocean. These stories are truly incredible, and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. All right, first one here um, in protected areas. This one's out of Belize, um, and the story is coming from breakingbelizenews.com. But um, we're also doing a Belize series right now in our conservation conversations. Um, so check out first three, and I think we've got one more coming out um, probably in another month. This story is pretty amazing. Um, we, we visited this zoo when we were down there. Uh, Belize's newest protected area is named after Sharon Matola. On the occasion of her birthday, the late Sharon Matola is to have a wildlife sanctuary named after her, as announced by Dolores Ramos Garcia in the House of Representatives. The origin story of the Belize Zoo and Tropical Education Center has been told many times. How Matola decided to house the animals she held in possession after her association with late filmmaker Richard Foster in the early 1980s at a property on the George Price Highway, and how the zoo then grew into, quote unquote, the best little zoo in the world, drawing over 75,000 visitors annually. The zoo presently occupies 925 acres, and the new 1,725 acres will be joined to then form the sanctuary which encompasses the Zoo and Education Center in Matola's memory and honor, the Minister of Human Development said. It is a really amazing little zoo, um, and such a critical um, center, such, such a critical place uh, for the wildlife and conservation efforts in Belize. So this is really incredible news. All right, second category here, um, plants and animals. There's a couple really fun ones here. First one's coming out of bbc.com. The world's biggest plant discovered off Australian coast. The largest known plant on earth, a seagrass, roughly three times the size of Manhattan, has been discovered off the coast of Australia. Using genetic testing, scientists have determined a large underwater meadow in Western Australia is in fact one plant. It is believed to have spread from a single seed over at least 4,500 years ago. <laughs> wow. The seagrass covers about 200 square kilometers or 77 square miles, researchers from the University of Western Australia said. They had set out, uh, the researchers had set out to understand the genetic diversity of the species, also known as ribbonweed, which is commonly found along parts of Australia's coast. The, they had aimed to discover how many plants made up the meadow, and the answer just blew us away. There was just one, said Jane Edgelow, the study's lead author. That's it, just one plant has expanded over 180 kilometers in Shark Bay, making it the largest known plant on Earth. Next article here is coming out of smithsonianmag.com. And um, we at Pelicanus have written a couple articles for the Smithsonian Magazine, the online Smithsonian Magazine, so make sure you check out our articles there as well. Uh, but this article is uh, 11 Mexican gray wolf pups are released into the wild. To help bring back the Mexican gray wolf, officials placed 11 captive-born Mexican gray wolf pups into the dens of wild packs this spring to boost the genetic diversity of the endangered subspecies. I actually didn't know that's how they did that, which is so interesting to me. Uh, the release was part of a cross-fostering program led by multiple agencies, including the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. 
Since the inception of the program, 83 pups have been placed into wild wolf dens, and as a result, the majority of genetic metrics have shown improvements, which bodes well for the long-term survival of the Mexican wolf. Jim Davos, the Mexican wolf coordinator at the Arizona Game and Fish Department, says in a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service statement. Planning has already begun for the 2023 fostering program with a goal of getting more pups in dens next year than this current year. Mexican gray wolves, a subspecies of the gray wolf, were once common across parts of Southwest and Mexico, but were nearly wiped out after the U.S. government paid hunters to trap and poison them in the 19th and early to mid 20th century. With only a few individuals left in the wild, the subspecies was listed as endangered in 1976. Wild wolves were captured and bred in zoos. In 1998, the first 11 captive wolves were reintroduced into Arizona and New Mexico. Mexican gray wolf numbers then grew from 22 wild and captive wolves in 1976 to 309 in 2004. Love to see that. Okay, this next article, um, is out of mongabay.com and this one actually has been um, joked about and kind of lambasted in a lot of places but it's super super necessary and super important california court ruling opens doors for protection of insects as endangered species a court ruled that the california endangered species act can apply to invertebrates including insects this means legal protections will be in place for four native endangered bumblebee species in california the decision marks the end of a court battle between conservation groups and a consortium of large-scale industrial agricultural interests. An estimated 28% of all bumblebees in North America are at risk of extinction with consequences for ecosystems and crops as one-third of food production depends on pollinators. This is super important um, and the listing of insect, insects as endangered species um, is critical here. The, the reason why it was jo it's been joked about is because the original rule doesn't say anything about insects. And so the big joke was, in, but they do speak about fish. And so the big joke was insects are now considered fish under the California court ruling. Um, so it is funny, it is silly, but at the same time, super important that they figured that out. Next category, last two articles here. Drawdown in the ocean. This next one's coming from futurism.com. Japan has tested a giant turbine that generates electricity using deep ocean currents. This is awesome. A heavy machinery maker in Japan called IHI Corp has successfully tested a prototype of a massive airplane-sized turbine that can generate electricity from powerful deep-sea ocean currents, Bloomberg reports, laying the groundwork for a promising new source of renewable energy that doesn't rely on sunny days or strong winds. It pulls energy from one of the world's strongest ocean currents off the eastern coast of Japan, using it to spin its mighty termites. During demonstrations earlier this year, the company was able to generate 100 kilowatts of stable power. During future tests, IHI Corp is hoping to generate 2 megawatts with the hopes of kicking off commercial operations in the 2030s. Okay, last one here. EENews.net is reporting that Greens win NEPA court fight over California offshore fracking. In a resounding win for environmental groups, a federal appeals court upheld a ban on offshore hydraulic fracturing off the coast of California. 
The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals required federal officials to complete a new, more comprehensive analysis of the risks of fracking and other unconventional oil and gas production methods after finding a programmatic review violated the National Environmental Policy Act, or called NEPA. A three-judge panel directed the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California to extend its current injunction, barring the Bureau of Ocean Energy Management and Bureau of Safety and Environmental Enforcement from approving permits for, quote-unquote, well stimulation treatments on the Pacific Outer Continental Shelf until the agencies have released an environmental impact statement and listed potential alternatives. This is an amazing victory for California's coast and marine life. Kristen Monsell, Oceans Program Legal Director at the Center for Biological Diversity, said in a statement. The group was among those challenging the agency's authorization for activities like offshore fracking. All right, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I really look forward to sharing more in the future. Thanks.